right, guys, I'd like to welcome you to our first ever installment of Phaser Friday. Uh, Phaser Friday will be held the last Friday of every single month. What we're gonna do is we're gonna sit down with um, a business owner, let them talk about their business, different um, challenges they have with entrepreneurship, different successes, and let them talk about their business and what helps them separate them. Uh, and so with that, I'd like to introduce our first guest on the show. That is Luke Payne, who is a good friend of mine, serial entrepreneur. Uh, Luke, how's it going today, man? It's going well, man. I appreciate you having me on. Dude, of course. No, I'm excited we could uh, arrange this and uh, finally get Phaser Friday going. So Absolutely. I think it's going to be a... I'm excited to just listen to the other Phaser Fridays after this one. I know Maybe everyone, all the stories I'm sure will be, will be fun to listen to. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah, first, you know, thanks, you know, so much for being on. But yeah, if you could just tell me, uh, you know, a little bit more about yourself and more about your story. So well, obviously, my name is Luke Payne. Uh, I, I own Black Iron Dirt um, here in Fargo, North Dakota. We're, uh, we're going up on three years here in business. Um, you know, we're just kind of a small, light excavation company. We dabble in a little bit of landscaping and then snow removal. Um, you know, we're, we're anxious to, you know, obviously get spring started off here soon. Um, we, uh, we've got some fun projects and part, fun partnerships that we're looking, um, you know, hopeful to get into and yeah, it's a good time. You know, we're, uh, I try to kind of base the company off, you know, how can we make, you know, our lives easier as a workforce, you know, here in Fargo, our kind of bread and butter is just finished creating. You know, we do new home finish grades. We'll put yards in for the homes uh, going up, you know, with the home builders here in Fargo. Um, and then again, kind of the small excavation side. So we're really looking to expand that. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. It'll be a good time. Yeah, good deal, man. Um, you know, so with you being the owner of Black Iron Dirt, uh, can you describe a little bit about, you know, what you do as a small business yep. owner? Yep. Oh, honestly, I do, you know, everything, you know, everything that goes into running a business, you know, I'm the one yeah. doing bids, um, you know, writing, obviously paperwork up, paying bills, you know, doing the actual work, you know, this year is the first year that we'll have, you know, a couple of full-time employees. So we're, we're, you know, I'm very anxious about that. You know, I can have a little bit more time in the office and, you know, they can have more fun playing in the dirt. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything from estimating all the way to completing the project. You know, I, I don't plan on stepping away from doing the work myself, uh, but I'll just have a little bit more time um, to do the more necessary things. So for sure. Yeah, I think uh, just owning a small business gives you so much more appreciation and mm. really just exposure to uh, what's in a business, because, you know, you may not be able to hire a full staff of 20 people to handle all the business needs um, when you're just starting out. So you can, yep. I bet you get to you know, you really appreciate kind of everything that goes into running a business. Correct. Well, I mean, you, there's, there comes a point where you can't do everything, you know, it's yeah. help is needed. Um, and it's just finding those right people to help you out. And, you know, you help them grow at the same time while you grow the company. It's, it's a lot of fun. So for sure. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with black iron, I guess like what's your mission with black iron dirt and, uh, what helps you guys stand out? What makes you different? If you can talk a little bit on that. Our biggest key point, you know, that we try to push is communication. You know, I've come from a company to where, you know, the communication wasn't very good uh, with customers and, you know, people were always left with unanswered questions or they would never, you know, receive the questions, if that makes sense. 
Um, so our biggest thing is, you know, we want to maintain the best communication that we can with our customers. And then obviously our work, you know, everyone will say that their work is the best. Um, you know, I, I truly believe that we do some pretty substantial work um, as far as quality wise. But then again, our, our biggest is going to be the communication piece. You know, obviously, you know, making sure people are in the know, you know, when we're going to be there, what's going to happen that day, you know, when the project's going to be completed. You know, if something comes up within the project, um, you know, they'll be the ones first to know. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of our mission per se. Um, is just keeping that communication piece open. Yeah, that's so cool, man. And I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think even that industry I've seen that, um, you know, that's a big opportunity for your mm -hmm. business because, um, you know, a lot of the companies I've seen, that's maybe where they lack is the communication and the, the easy access to mm -hmm. social media or a website or, you know, just simple questions that need to be answered. Uh, it just seems like, maybe that's an industry that's lacking. So I think it's awesome that, you know, you guys are looking to um, provide that with your business and start from there, but then also provide, you know, quality, honest work on top of it. Yep. Well, if it's, if you're going to do something, you might as well do it right. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, moral principles, I'm sure, you know, when we grew up together, I'm sure those were instilled with you as well. Um, yeah. It's not worth going back and doing it twice. Uh, just do it right the first time. Then you save time. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, cool, man. So, you know, going off of that, I mean, I'm just so curious, you know, like you said, we, uh, we grew up together, you know, went to school together and, uh, you know, now we're out in the, out in the world and we both have our own businesses. So what, uh, what made you want to be an entrepreneur and start your own business or businesses? Honestly, it's the, it's the piece of getting to call the shots. I'm kind of, I wouldn't say a control freak, but I like to, you know, I like to be the one making decisions per se. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, some of those decisions are harder than others, but that's what makes it rewarding. Um, you know, and then just having goals, obviously everybody's got goals for themselves, you know, where they want to be in life as far as, you know, what they're doing with their time, their, you know, finances is always big with people. Um, so it's, it's fun to be able to create something that can create that for you, if that makes sense. So that was kind of my, that was kind of my biggest driver. Um, you know, working hard, um, enjoying what I do. And then obviously being able to call the shots per se. Yeah. And I think, so, uh, you know, kind of just making it happen, you know, paving yep. your way. And mm -hmm. I know, um, you know, doing whatever it takes because, um, you know, I have people ask me, you know, how many hours do I put in with phaser and how many hours do I put in, you know, with my other job and, mm -hmm. you know, other things that I do. And I have no idea how many hours I put in and, yep. you know, I'm sure you're the same way. It's not, that it's never ending you're sitting there. You're sitting there yep. counting and, and, uh, right. you know, submitting payroll for yourself. So, yep. um, you know, I think that's, it's kind of the beauty of it. It's, it's something that you love to do and something that I love to do. And, you know, it, it will pay off in the long run. And that's like what we're, uh, what we're shooting for. So. Correct. Yeah. And it's, it's just fun to build something, you know, fun yeah. to say that, you know, I created that or, you know, this is, this is a doing of decisions made the right way. And this is how it built yep. and this is how it grew. So. Definitely. It's Good deal, man. Yeah. Well, so in small business, you know, I know you have, black iron dirt and you got a couple mm -hmm. others um i guess like what the if you could think of a roadblock that you run into or you have run into can you describe what that's like 
Um, honestly, one of the biggest roadblocks is just getting the proper, you know, it's almost financials set up, you know, as mm-hmm. you can, anybody can go start a business, but it's having, you know, the right setup for, you know, how is everything going to be paid? How are, you know, yeah. how are, you know, what are your profit margins that you want to make? What is your break even point? You know, those are probably the hardest things to find because you don't know them until you do. Yeah. So that was one of my biggest, you know, hurdles per se. You know, I'm still learning that. I'm still trying to set up like credit lines with banks because, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's things that I need. There's payroll that I got to pay that, you know, with people don't pay their invoices right away. Obviously, that just comes from me. Um, right. So, you know, finding that structure is probably the hardest part, but it's definitely doable. You know, the banks are just, they like to, they like to have a couple of years in business. They like to have, you know, certain profits for, for that business to achieve those. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that's probably the biggest. Definitely. Um, you know, so for people listening or people that um, maybe don't own a small business or, um, you know, just have a, a corporate job, maybe uh, what yep. would be like a big misconception, you know, maybe they think, um, I guess, what would be a big misconception that they might have regarding owning a small business? I think the biggest misconception is everybody thinks it is really hard. It's, it's not hard. You know, you can, you can do anything you want to, you know, side hustle yeah. is one of the big terms right now. Uh, you know, just make it a side hustle, put, you know, put so much, a lot of time that is needed for this, whether it's, you know, making an e-commerce site or you know, mm-hmm. doing t-shirts or hats or something. Um, it'd be, I mean, I think people would be really surprised on not how easy it is, but how, you know, you're able to actually do it. If that makes sense, you know, it's right. in, in terms of, you know, I don't want to say it's easy cause it's not really, it's not mm-hmm. super easy, but it's, it's very doable. You know, if yeah. people, if, if people have the drive to do it, you know, what's the worst that could happen, you know, Oh, this yeah. doesn't work. Okay. Well, let's try something else. You know, what did, right. what did we learn from, you know, what went wrong? What can I fix next time type deal? Totally. And I think I can kind of, you know, take that and run with it a little bit because um, what I found out when starting a business is um, for many, many years, I thought that, you know, you had to go and talk to a lawyer and you had to go and, you know, get a big investor or a big loan or something like that. But um, really one of the biggest lessons I learned is that, um, you know, over analysis uh, can cause that, um, uh, paralysis from over analysis. So basically okay. you are just over analyzing everything. You're trying to make everything perfect. You're trying to yep. get, you know, uh, everything on paper look perfect before you even, um, go out and do what you want to do, or you go sell your service or you go sell a product. Um, yep. and granted, I know that, you know, some businesses you do, you know, need that investment or you do need, yep. um, startup capital or something like that. But, Honestly, with the resources we have today, most people can just get started, but it's got to start today and not next week. Correct. And yeah, like you said, you know, the over analysis part is huge because no business is going to be perfect. You know, if you write everything down on paper, the chances of those happening, very, very slim. You know, it's, it's making everything work. Basically it's, you know, the famous term of rolling with the punches really applies to that. So totally. Yeah, man. I, uh, you know, cause we started phaser, I started phaser back in 2019 in October. 
And I think, you know, luckily we have a service business where we do marketing services for yep. businesses. So we knew how to do marketing and everything, but as far as, you know, what to charge, how it should look, you know, our system, I could have sat down for the next three years and tried to perfect it before taking on our first client. And, uh, you know, granted, I'm very thankful that our first client had, you know, trusted us and, uh, you know, to work with them, but, um, we've learned so much in that time and that we wouldn't have learned just reading about it or just writing it all down on paper. So I think it's, yep. uh, it's a combination of getting started and adjusting on the fly. Yep. Yep. You know, again, making it happen. Yeah, for sure. So what was, what was your biggest hurdle you think when you started phaser, you know, what was, what was your biggest struggle per se? Yeah, man. Um, I would say our biggest struggle, cause you know, as far as, um, you know, getting the brand awareness for phaser mm-hmm. that for us, that was kind of the easy part because that's what, that's what we're good at is, is yep. branding is, um, building businesses. Um, but I would say the toughest part, and even still to this day, is figuring out a full system. You know, so going from getting a client to making, the, you know, their custom marketing plan and how that should look and how that should look within our team. Um, you know, we have we have a full team of about 10 of us. So there's yeah. myself, which I'm the only owner right now. And mm-hmm. we, have, we have about nine other consistent subcontractors that work with us uh, every single day. So they're, um, you know, definitely a part of the team and we work together, but I would say one of the roadblocks I've had is just figuring out how to um, handle all of that work and making sure it gets, it gets done right. It gets done efficiently uh, because each one of our team members is so good at what they do and just making sure we're utilizing them to the best of our ability and utilizing them through phaser. For sure. No, I like how you, I like how you've set that up. You know, the subcontractor aspect of it has got to be really nice. You know, you don't have direct employees. You have people working for Phaser for themselves, basically, you know, in a, in a way their side hustle is becoming a job opportunity. Yeah, totally. And that's super cool. Yeah. And we've got, you know, uh, they're all over the U S so they provide different insight with different clients. They're, you know, we make sure to get an SEO expert, a graphic design expert, web design expert, and they all work through Phaser and through me to make sure that it gets done right. But uh, it's been super awesome, you know, just working with all of them, working with talent, letting them, you know, they could live in the Caribbean and do all the work they need to do online because of the the resources we have today. Yeah. And they're, they're cultured so differently with them being in different areas. So they have yeah. you know, different aspects of, you know, on different ways to do things. So that's, that's obviously really cool. Yeah. And you want to know the funny thing. So, you know, I live in Omaha right now and uh, yep. the way our business is set up, we actually don't even have a client in Omaha right now, you know, in really? the whole city. Yeah. So we're, we're all over in you know Minnesota, North Dakota, and, you know, we can span to Nevada Florida, wherever, wherever, wherever we want. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the beauty of it is because that's how our team is set up too. So we're, we found out, you know, how to work well together with our clients remotely and with our team remotely. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Good deal. So, you know, kind of going back to the topic of, you know, starting up a small business, getting started, stuff like that. Um, you know, 
I'm sure you talk to people all the time, but you know, I, I get a lot of friends and just people that'll reach out to me and say, you know, Hey, I've got this idea, you know, how do I turn it into a business? Where do I start? You know, it's almost that overwhelmed feeling. Um, I guess what, what would be your advice to somebody who has an idea who is maybe doing something as a hobby and wants to turn that into a business? Depending, you know, what, obviously anything you do can be turned into a business. Um, there, you know, going back to the research side that you and I had touched on a little bit, you know, obviously there needs to be a little market research done on what you're doing, seeing if there's a need, but then from there, you know, I would just start talking to people, you know, Hey, you know, would you be interested in this or, you know, put it on Instagram? You know, that's how I started. I'll make stories of, you know, Fargo friends or, you know, anyone in the area looking for snow removal. We've got our snow removal business Um, and I'll get DMS that way. You know, it's the internet makes it really easy to find out. Um, if something is worth your time, um, but if it's also something that they really enjoy, you know, enjoy, go for it. Um, it's just, you know, finding, obviously, if you don't enjoy what you do, I feel like you, you won't not saying you won't succeed in it, but you won't be fully invested, you know? So find that one thing that you really like to do that you really like to put your time into. And then it doesn't feel like work. Then it just feels, you know, that hobby, but if you can make money while doing it, you know, bingo, there you go. Yeah. Um, another question on that, you know, how do you, would you recommend somebody starting it as a side hustle? Obviously it depends per, uh, per basis, but, you know, starting as a side hustle, keeping their full-time job to keep that income. And then, you know, maybe looking to, I guess, pull the the boat up closer to the dock before making that jump into entrepreneurship. I definitely, you know, definitely. Cause again, you know, we're in the world that we live today, nothing's cheap. You know, obviously you need to pay your rent, you need to pay your car bill. Um, I would definitely say if you're just, you know, if you're fully employed right now and you know, you can work a little bit with your boss saying, Hey, I'm, you know, I've got this little side thing. Can you work with me on time? You know, most of them are going to be like, yep, absolutely. You know, obviously, you know, do your job first, but no, I, I, I think there's kind of a misconception with entrepreneurs and people still working. You know, people can still have jobs and be an entrepreneur at the same time, you know, and I think people think that if they're not working for themselves and they're working or, you know, if they're at a job and they have their own business that they're almost embarrassed to say Mm -hmm. that they're still working at their job. I don't think they should be embarrassed about that. You know, that should that should be a hats off to you. Like, way to go. You're now working double, you know, you're working for yourself and you're you know, you have your full time job. So way to go. So I think that needs to be pushed a little bit better i feel you know you should never be embarrassed about that if that makes sense right. yeah totally and uh do you think like in the future you know there could be something out there as far as a resource for these you know people to go to as far as like you know what's like a checklist to look at of how do i get started with a business um mm-hmm. do you think in the future is there going to be something out there like a website or is there something out there now i guess what have you seen with any of that I've never seen like a website that, you know, gives you the steps. I think that would be super helpful, obviously, um, you know, cause then it's kind of, you know, depending on the person's learning abilities, say I'm a, I like to see things, you know, how does it run? How does it work before I do it? So if I had, you know, some sort of checklist to say, okay, if I want to, you know, make this a legit thing, here's what I got to do. Here's some steps I got to take, um, you know, or so as like a recommendation, where do I start type thing? Yeah. I think right. that would be, I think that would be awesome. 
Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, that's a little bit what I'm trying to do with this phaser Friday is just uh, help, you know, break down those barriers of people learning yep. about business and, you know, allowing business owners like you to come on here, talk yep. about your business and talk about, you know, some of the things you're going through as an entrepreneur and then give advice on how people can get started. And, you know, I think, you know, you and I can definitely, we work so closely together anyway, we can definitely mm-hmm. put something together, make up a website and then, you know, start sending people there that are interested in, you know, kind of what are the one through 10 steps Steps. I should look at doing um, just to get started with my hobby that kind of want to turn into a business. Absolutely. A a good ground starting point, basically, you know, because it's, it's not rock, you know, it's not rocket scientists, but everybody kind of wants to know, okay, am I, am I on the right path? You know, everyone, everybody likes the reassurance piece. Yeah, so totally. Good deal, man. And, uh, you know, kind of going black or kind of going back to black iron. Um, you know, you talked a little bit about how you guys differentiate yourselves and, you know, at the same time, you know, you do a lot of things that, uh, you know, other companies do. And I know, I, you know, I've done a lot of work with you and, uh, you're very open to, you know, working with these other companies because Mm -hmm. it seems like you, you're just focused on the client or the customer instead of focusing on, taking somebody else's business or, um, you know, not talking to somebody because they upset you, but it seems like you're willing to work with another, you know, landscaping company or excavation company. If it means you'll make the customer happy. No, absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it starts with, you know, do what you know and customer experience, you know, customer experience should always be number one priority in the service industry. Obviously you and I both being in the service industry, um, you know, absolutely. Like we'll, you know, say you and I, for instance, I, I don't know anything about the SEO site, you know, hire the people that know how to do it. So you get the best yeah. results. On it. So no, absolutely. I've, I've always thought that there's, you know, there's power in numbers. I don't think that, you know, one company is going to have the answers for everything. I I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I don't think anybody is capable of doing that, you know? So, right. In, in my opinion, absolutely. If somebody can do something better, I would like to partner with them on that. Right. So obviously the, my customer, he's getting the best experience, you know, yeah. in, in, in simple terms, I always try to look at it as, you know, how is my customer being traded? Um, how easy is it? How easy is it for them to get a hold of me? And how easy is it for them to say yes to this job? You know, what kind of barriers am I putting up for them? You know, is it an open door or is it a closed door type thing? Obviously, mm-hmm. I want to keep that door open. So it's it's a it's a good experience and obviously very easy for them. Definitely. Yeah. Put people yeah. in your corner that can you know help you achieve your goals. And you know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. I ask mm-hmm. for help every single day. And Absolutely. That's, that's OK. And I know you do, too. And mm-hmm. just, um, you know, showing some of that humility and not being afraid to go out and ask for help because. You know, you don't have to be in this alone, whatever business you're in or whatever idea you have, um, ask people for help more often than not, people are willing to help. And there's somebody that can do something better than you to help you out. So, correct. No, absolutely. Um, It's all all about expertise. You know, my, my expertise might, you know, the dirt world say I'm I'm really good at in a skid steer, but I'm really bad at making things flat per se with it well obviously i'm going to hire somebody who's really good at making it flat or i'll talk to somebody and learn from them so yep, it's never be afraid to ask for help 
Yeah. You're going to make it happen. Um, so, you know, to kind of wrap up, um, you know, great talk. And um, thanks again for, for being on here. I'm super excited that, you know, this is going out last week or, uh, last Friday in February, this will be our first one going out. Um, you know, for anyone that's interested in connecting with you or looking up black iron, like what's the best way to contact you or black iron? I always tell people, you know, I, my cell number, I, I, I'll give anybody my cell number. They can call me, they can text me. Um, you know, I've always got it on me. So I, if you don't hear from me within 10 minutes, I'm either sleeping or, you know, something happened per se. So I, yeah, I've always yeah. got my cell on me. Uh, but then to get a hold of like black iron again, my cell number, or even through the website, you know, the website has been made. So, you know, they could, you know, a person can fill out any type of question that they have with a, you know, a service that we may provide. And it just pings right to my email and it shows right up. So we, uh, thanks to phaser, we make it, you guys made it really easy for us. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I love it. Good deal. Well, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll make sure to put all that information, you know, in the post above, but, yep. uh, you know, thanks again for coming on. You know, I, I love this. I hope you tune in every, um, you know, once a month, the last Friday of every month, yep. hope you're, you're following along and, you know, for anyone else watching, make sure, uh, below we'll have a form. Luke's giving away a couple black iron sweatshirts. All you have to do is fill out your contact info and we'll select a winner. And, uh, you know, it's just a good fun contest and, you know, starting off our phaser, phaser Friday the right way. So. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on, man. Those sweatshirts are sweet too. So. Yeah. I'll put your, I'm putting my name in for sure. That's I need a couple more of those. Love it. All right, man. Well, yeah, thanks again. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. All right, man. Appreciate your time. Yeah. See you, man. Yeah.